0: Yes. Who are you, Luke? I, I am your father. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, I, wanna, I wanted Is to Is that know. a common joke? Is that like, yes. uh, okay. Uh, what do you mean I've never heard it said so, before? I'd like to know.
2: Hi, I'm Luke Heisler. And I'm Jay Cox. Welcome to this week's episode of Audibility Podcast. Our goal is to showcase the importance of community in life and to explore different ideas and topics with our new friends. You guys!
3: This week, we bring in two world-class orators to talk about college and life as a whole, all while utilizing audio equipment from 1920. Sorry about that. So grab yourself a half white hot chocolate and a half regular hot chocolate with extra milk foam and two shots of espresso and enjoy the episode.
0: Probably a tendency to, for you guys maybe to not appreciate kind of what you have um, just because you're in the middle of it and the, the perspective that you have on it, you're so close to it, you know, and I find that that's true in a lot of things.
2: Hey, Luke. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) Jay. Hey. Welcome to Audibility. Welcome. This is going to be a... uh, (laughs) A coaster, (laughs) A wild ride here today.
3: (laughs) Yeah, in the studio today, we have uh, our dads. My dad, Trevor Cox. Hello.
2: And my dad, Brian Heisler. Hey. Yeah, that's him.
3: So, uh, we've been thinking about doing this for a while, and I'm quite giddy about it, so...
2: (laughs) It's going to be so much fun. It will be a lot of fun.
3: Yeah. Um, I think we want to just... Uh, I think our, our dads are like exact copies. We're exact copies of our dads. So it's going to be like double trouble, you know?
2: Yeah, which is, depending on your opinions of us, a great thing or a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> very, <laughs> yeah. very, very awful thing. Yeah. Um, so, buckle up. Yeah.
3: So, um, Dad, what do you, what do, you yep. do?
0: What do I do? Yeah. Well, I'm a... Uh, uh, content director at New Spring Church in uh, South Carolina. Amazing. Yeah. So um, basically, that means that I help out with with uh, discipleship and kind of adult ministry things. Um, anything to do with words, usually I have uh, some sort of you know hand in or have thought about it or something like that. So <laughs> classes and. Uh, you know devotionals that we ride things like that yeah
3: yeah fun.
0: nifty nifty yep <sighs> dad what do you do
1: <laughs> <laughs> not that it's not that cool uh, it's more more around tech uh, so i am in mean, technology a little bit of devops a little bit of cloud see that's way cooler
0: yeah that's that's it's really cool, cool. Ex- explain so what that is so uh, like, i was
1: a consultant um until i <laughs> Lost my job. <laughs> so, that's,
2: you
1: know, that's, that's the nature of consulting, that Just about a month ago. It is. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Yeah. It no reflection on me that I had. But um, I was consulting with one company for three years now, and uh, they they just uh, decided You're not this is going to turn into pastoral fit. counseling. I think. We're have to, <laughs> so we need to get our baubles out. <laughs> so, Anyone who's
2: that mellow mushroom will.
1: Good, good company, good, good times, time to move on, but I'm in a new do, do cloud and uh, mostly AWS and DevOps. Uh, so what does that mean? DevOps, uh, we basically help uh, development teams and operations get their product out. It could be code delivery, it could be infrastructure, it could be uh, automation. Right. That's so a lot cooler. It's watch. a whole bunch yeah, of different yeah, things. A key cool. key thing around DevOps is collaboration and people, I find. Technology will change, but you need to understand the people, have a good heart for people. Cool. A lot of servant leadership.
2: So. That's good. And you also, the other side of that is taking si- com- company
1: systems and moving them to the, the cloud. cloud for them. Because oh. yeah, they have no idea what they're so doing. Yeah, that's <laughs> the cloud yeah. part of it as opposed to the DevOps part. And I do both. I've done... Mm-hmm. Done both over the last six years. So hmm. good. It's always a great opportunity, especially consulting, to meet people and deal with people. So that's hmm. yeah. what I enjoy. That's great.
3: Yeah, I have a lot of coolness in the room. Today. Yes. Yes. Well, now that
1: your dads are here, that's,
0: that's right. We've added quite. No, that's a, what yeah. that's what he was saying. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay. I,
1: I was I was
2: gonna make a quick little rebuttal about how it was Jay and I that were the cool ones, but he was he said it. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't do it now. <laughs> but I can explain it. What I was going to do. Yeah, go ahead. What that's you... that's always funny.
1: Yeah, <laughs> incredibly funny. <laughs> can we? Can the dads ask the sons to introduce yourselves and what do you do? Sure. Yeah. What do you do, Jay? Well, what do you do,
0: Jay?
3: Well, uh, I'm a student. Um, I eat food, and I'm a Christian studies major. So okay. that's fun. yeah, and it's uh, great. A minor in Spanish, so. Okay, just registered for my classes, so I'm doing something for next semester. Yeah, this is great. Like, yes. What's your
2: What's your What class are you looking forward to the most? Probably systematic theology. Of course. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> Ask me now. Luke. Um, yes? Who are you, Luke? I am your, your father. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, uh,
2: I went,
3: I is that know. a common joke? Is that like... Yes. Uh,
1: okay. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean I've never heard it said before? I'd like to know today on this day, Saturday, Why October in your voice 19th. Dude. Dude. I'm not. Oh, this is like Thor, right? Yeah, <laughs> Anyways, what do you do?
2: I am also a student. Um... We, I do Audibility podcast with me with Jay right here, as you may know. He's very better. I also eat food. Um, oftentimes, I take a midday nap, a nice midday nap. Same. Um, I, I have some friends that I uh, often hang out with. I'm a communications digital media major, but that may. That may change soon to writing and digital studies, um, or I may take on an English minor. Who knows, really? Sh- shrug. Oh, I
1: lost my job. By the way, I may have to pull you out of college. Okay. To do that. Well, that's that's just
0: great. Yeah, it's fun. Fun time. Yeah, good time. Yeah. I that's have
2: not registered for classes yet, but I have all my classes selected. So hopefully, I get them.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think one thing that we wanted to do um, with having y'all on the podcast is like y'all are obviously old, wow. and wow! <laughs> you, Thanks for coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. thank you. Um, and uh, y'all have walked through seasons of life that are many years down the road for us. So not as just, many as you think. Yeah, yeah, but still several. Right. Yeah. And so what's like I think specifically for college what's something that y'all mm. would give some advice or just general wisdom funny stories. Yeah, that sort of thing.
0: Oh. Yeah, <laughs> funny stories. Well, you know, I uh, attended Anderson University as well. So have I went to college back when it was uh, you know, back when we were fab. And uh, so I have kind of an interesting perspective as you think about, you know, your experience there. It's like it's your experience, so it's hard to compare it to other things because you're not able to do that. But I can kind of look through your experience and compare it to my experience and the differences between Anderson University now and uh, and when I attended there are astronomical yeah and so mm-hmm. I do think it's probably a tendency to for you guys maybe to not appreciate kind of what you have um, just because you're in the middle of it and the the perspective that you have on it you're so close to it you know and I find that that's true in a lot of things is that the closer you are to something you know you you, you get a little bit of uh, you know, up close to a thing it's hard to really gain some perspective and appreciate the big picture of what's happening so that's a that's a big thing i think yeah. you know to be able to zoom out zoom in obviously you've got to be in there and a part of your experience but occasionally to zoom out and appreciate what's going on around you yeah. um, is is a big deal what's, so.
3: what's something that specifically that when you think of that that you would say specific to the school you think yeah just or just in general what like something that
0: Um, I'll give you an example I guess um, there's a lot of things that when I'm on the campus I see that are amazing that maybe weren't there when when I went to school uh, that are there now but I think an example of zooming out um, I remember taking you know foreign language is an example I took uh, several years of foreign language and when you're in something uh, sometimes you you're looking at the details of it you're kind of in a you know commiserating with people about how bad it is you know you're thinking about all this so you're in this foreign language but you haven't zoomed out to see that one day this is going to be really really important in your life Mm -hmm. So you're not maybe as focused as you should be in that moment because you're not seeing the longer arc of the thing. So when we built our our campus here um, at church, um, I remember having all these opportunities to speak to people who were there helping build the campus. Mm -hmm. But because I hadn't taken advantage of my opportunities in college, I wasn't able to speak fluently. Mm. And I remember thinking how, how kind of, you know, nearsighted I was in that moment yeah. um, mm. to not appreciate the long arc of what's happening, you know, but what God, really what God's doing in my life, um, that he would give me an opportunity to uh, participate in something that I, I really did not, I really didn't have a, a great lens for, you know, yeah. at that point. Um, but man, he was giving me an opportunity that was going to be manifested maybe twenty years later or ten years later or something. Mm. So that's that's just an example, I suppose.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm. New
2: Spring Office, Central Office. Can you tell me where you guys got these chairs? Because I
0: want one. I really don't know, but they're <laughs> really
2: nice, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> just if if someone's listening, listening for some reason, just. Let me know.
0: I can con- I'll connect okay. you to the right people. Thank I'll, you. I'll have it's... my people call your people. All right. Product
1: placement. Yeah. What's the coffee maker that you have here? The coffee's great, man. Yeah,
0: I, I, think, I think it's a local roaster. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not the coffee expert, but there's a, a local roaster, uh, E City coffee that's in downtown Anderson. Oh, e City is good. Yeah. I'm
2: partial to Methodical. Uh-huh. In Greenville, yeah, that's a bit far. We'll go today. I'll take you guys. It's very, it's like, we have like a place incredible. up north called Dunkin'. Donkeys,
1: <laughs> Donkey's, yes. Sam,
0: Sam Walker. I'm, I'm actually yeah. drinking Starbucks coffee from a Keurig right right here, and it's not bad. That's yeah. what the this, this, this so Keurig level. is. You what you use? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah, this is my really level. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. that. I can never
2: do Keurig. So, yeah. what a snob. Would you like? Yes, he's very much a coffee. Uh, would you like to share? Something um, of yeah. your experiences so, so with college. I would say he's got I, he's got some experiences I, with college. Well, I have stories.
1: Do you want do you want to kind of both the stories? Give your linear. I can give my linear, but first Trevor's got some great points. On it can I just say same and just be done yeah. uh, points I agree with I mean, so. I mean well I mean you could but yeah, yeah we're here <laughs> to talk and shoot some video like am I on camera now can yes, they see me yes this is on uh, camera yeah good, yeah. But, right. a face made for radio <laughs> <but>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's a,
0: and now <laughs> Brian Heisler <laughs> 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 that's <laughs> your last name right yeah. yeah that's good and now really he good. tells He's us things way from way.
1: his college experience <laughs> that's good. Uh, yeah, I don't even know where to begin. So I went to a small Christian high school, and I went to, from there, I graduated and went, at age 17, went off to a really strict Bible college, mostly because my cousin was going there, I had no clue, out in Indiana. Also with the name Anderson in and it, not Anderson University, but Anderson College, but um, very strict college. Getting some Had some challenges with the rules there, and, you know, things like that. A lot of that was, was very strict, but also a lot of me, a lot of me, a lot of lack of discipline at, You know, from the house I grew up in and that kind of stuff. And then I went to another Bible college, which was also strict. And unsurprisingly, some of the same challenges around discipline uh, found my way to state school. And uh, I don't know, I couldn't speak to the of so the rules part of it on a, on a Christian college I think Anderson University is a lot different which is a good thing yeah,
2: well, the, the two colleges we, we won't name them but right, right. the two colleges even now have very very
0: strict rules right yeah, like two of the strictest colleges yeah. so when he
2: says challenges he means challenges with air quotes I'll say that cause I'm it, just
1: being nice I mean, No. Yeah. lessons right. learned though You ha- I have to say this make sure you line up what you want to do in life, and the rules you agree with before you go off to a college that mm. you can't support. So when, so in other words, when you go to a college, you're there to to listen to their, follow their rules. So right. I mean, it's easy for me to say, oh, they were ridiculously strict. But as a as a wiser parent now, an adult, I can look back and say, how can how can you two young bucks use what I've learned? I would simply say, well. I could say don't go to those schools, but really, it's about make sure you look into the rules, you mm-hmm. know, the place, this is where you're going to live, and you're going to develop friends, and the people around you are also going to be, you know, abiding to that, not just the rules, but the mindset behind it, the These values. people that you want to yeah. grow with, right, mm-hmm. and Anderson, I, Anderson University here, um, where you guys attend, yes. <laughs> is, is great, I see from a couple months in, as, as a freshman parent, mm-hmm. I see that the values align with, Type of rules that they try to enforce. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more about a relationship yeah. with God and with one another. Almost it like it's about rules.
2: community. Community.
3: I've hmm. <laughs> yeah, heard that said. Yeah, I think my th- I like I like my teenager in me wants to like hate the the rules. Like we we have the twelve o'clock um, visitation hour. Like up until twelve o'clock and everything in me like. I just want to stay out like till three in the morning, which I did last night. But you,
2: but you can. It's just girls can't be in your dorm. Yeah, and I think it's a good rule to have. No, absolutely. If you take a
3: bigger perspective Mm -hmm. and get a good lens on it, it's like Mm -hmm. it's they're setting up like value. They're putting the values out there that they believe. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm there for that.
2: No, yeah, and it's I. It's just like from a non-Christian, just common sense standpoint. It's yeah. a rule that makes it, it yeah. makes sense to have.
0: A lot of, time, a lot of times when you're in situ We have some of those, those same sorts of uh, colleges, universities around. And I think sometimes uh, rules become about dogma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As yeah. opposed to, uh, you know, we're trying to protect. We're trying to instill some sort of value there. Yeah. And uh, I think when you're trying to... Uh, constrain someone toward a dogma like that. it, it becomes a very difficult thing. Um, so, yeah, yeah, and and I to speak to that too, I
2: feel like a lot of times they get kind of caught up in like, we've had these rules for so long, and then maybe even new administration might come in and they're like, we, yeah, we don't
0: really want to change them because they've been instilled for, right. for well, I 40, think, I 50 think, years so I that. think when you see Anderson University and the, the arc of, and the growth of Anderson University I've just been really really blown away this is becoming a big advertisement for Anderson University yeah. anyway. <laughs> but I mean just you know you walk around and you feel and sense those values uh, coming through in every interaction with students yeah. with faculty with staff uh, it's it's a pretty pretty amazing thing so I think my overarching point is don't miss what you have mm-hmm. because you've got your face so up close on it you know Ooh. Ooh. Um, Ooh. That, that's a that's a that's a big deal i think
1: yeah you know okay it's a wicked For good sure. point
0: wicked good point wicked
1: good point so jay and luke our hosts um asked me luke's dad to really use my boston accent but i have Oh no, you gotta you gotta
0: use it, it has no, no, let's ask about this Boston accent. Is it a are you Southie? What what do we got you know, here? Well my so my mom's family's from
1: Southie. Okay. All do- South Dorchester, Roxbury and all that. So. <laughs> that, that come, they used to come out when I was around my brothers more. Doesn't really come out as much, but yeah. Yes. we I live north west of Boston, but yeah, it's just more of a southy. Yeah. Well we and, do have different variants. And if
2: we're so. in Boston it comes out. A little bit, yeah. No. Get in a fight with somebody on the tee? No, even just like. Laked. I know it kind of comes out with me. Like,
1: actually. You're it, just angry. That's no, but like. walking
2: around and hearing everybody around you yeah. talk like that. And, like, if yeah. I would go into, like, a like coffee shop or something, like, well, a lot of the coffee shops, they don't really have Boston locals. Cafe Nero does. Yeah. Shout out to Cafe Nero in Boston. <laughs> great, great coffee shop here in Boston. Cambridge, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, good times. Yeah, they all have
1: Boston accents. Wicked. Wicked.
2: Wicked. wicked. That's the
1: thing. Wicked strong. I hear, I hear Luke say that a yeah. lot. Yeah, Bang-A-Yui, wicked. Yeah, I've been,
0: I've been telling them Packy.
1: all. Packy. Boston a run tonight. To the the
0: yeah. Bang-A-Yui, is that to
2: turn around quickly? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so yeah, it's not take a right or take a left. let me tell you, it's the good
1: thing about the Bang-A-Yui term, I'm just going to interrupt you for a moment. <laughs> okay. Your mother and I—we're driving around these roads here in South Carolina, which yeah. are different. Uh-huh. We still use the same lingo. Hey, bang! Let's bang at you. I think that's, that's I think that's how lingo works. Oh, it, it yes. is. Yes, I thought you only you could use the lingo in the. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> oh, all right. So you can. You, so you are allowed to. Right? Yes. So we were stunned. We stared at each other for moments. Like, you might oh, get this some is. strange
2: looks. I was in a car with Bailey, Kelly, Beale, and Ellie, and. I said hang a
0: right. We say hang a right. Yeah, you
2: do? Yeah. They both looked at me like cast, I...
3: Cast a left. <laughs> I say that sometimes. Cast, cast a left.
2: It's yeah, bang a left, hang a right. Bang a yui. Bang a yui. Those yeah. are the... Yeah, it's, it's usually accompanied by some other words. Yeah, you know, we
1: usually like, will just say, turn now, wicked fast, turn. Wicked, wicked fast, turn. Yeah. That's, <laughs> so that's wicked, actually wicked
0: it's is just used. an amplifier. you know. It's like very. Anything. Yeah,
1: well, even... Yeah, it's not necessarily very or good or lots of. It's an amplifier for any word. Gotcha. Like, really any word you want. It's a beautiful Like yeah, walking in here to this church, to this whole layout of this church building is, is wicked. But that okay. doesn't mean bad. No, that means... And it could good. be wicked good. It's wicked comfortable. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a lot of different... But it's you're right yeah. on the money. It's, it's a, it's a You're ready rip- to use the word, by the way. If you understand... Yeah, yeah, I'm you ready. Can, I'm you're ready. You're this in. is this is wicked. This is like Alabama awesome. Clemson is a wicked rivalry, and
0: <laughs> <No>, the Alabama's wicked.
1: <laughs> but I'm, uh, I'm not muted the same way. <laughs> yeah. More than term. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, there's a lot of crimson, red in
1: there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. True. Um,
2: yeah, wicked, wicked, awesome too is like a mm, wicked awesome. This that's like oh no, wicked pizza.
1: Wicked piss-up, but I wasn't gonna say pizza like because we're in a church, so.
2: Yeah, we're in the central office
1: actually. Yeah. So okay. no, it doesn't really count. <laughs> <It's> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. That went downhill fast. <laughs> now, what is there left to talk about? So I would. Let me go back to my advice. It was, it was focused on rules, but it's a lot more than that. But maybe it um, kind of reverberates Trevor's comments, but to be in that moment, but. Enjoy the time like last night at the Mellow Mushroom. Yes, mm-hmm. that was so good. a beautiful place. Great pizza. And so, any any free stuff they want to send our way, right? Just yeah, sponsor us, sponsor <laughs> ding ding. Anyways, a great time. And those moments where you can connect with <laughs> with the real people and real friends and just laugh like we had a great time laughing and eating food. Um, just in, in, engage and, and um, be involved, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of goes back to what Trevor said but be in that moment Mm, you know with what you're learning in the classes the teachers you have in front of me in front of you it can go fast I know you're thinking you guys are 18 and there's many years ahead till you get to have to use what us dads know really it can come fast it can come very fast I mean I was a young single dad by the age of 22 the Mm. difference between 18 and 22 went like that and it Mm. can happen Mm. Mm. I'm not saying it shouldn't happen go slow yeah. Be 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 aware that what you have in front of you might not always be there, so don't take it for granted. But mm. laugh laugh a lot and connect with the right people. Don't feel pressured. You have to connect to the wrong people for the wrong reasons, mm. and it's not authentic. But stay true to, you know, to what, the path that you're trying to go on. Seek out advice that can help you. And it's usually in the in the form of parents, older people who have the wisdom because they've been down the road. Mm. Teachers make use of those those teachers more than just classroom time talking to you ask yeah. questions about other things in their journey that they uh, have yeah I know
2: I know definitely from my experience I've had good kind of access to my teachers and my yeah
3: all my, the teachers at AU are just oh, like, espe- like here so even, open, yeah, so open to talk they really just, are
2: not even about class mm-hmm. mm, just about great. whatever and then even in high school too you know I, I've talked about this but yeah and then, uh, but going off the point, like it it'll go so fast. I, like looking back at high school, it, it's gone. It's yeah, it felt so quick, and it all kind of like think blends together.
0: I yeah. think that kind of looking into you know Jay's group of friends and that kind of y'all have done a pretty good job of, of of connecting. I think. I mean, obviously y'all have a uh, a good connection between the two of you, but in the larger circle of yeah. friends, it seems like. Uh, that you had a, a good run of it, and I think and it's interesting how uh, you, when you are kind of in that zone of of community, making making friends and that kind of thing, uh, sometimes you know trying to fit in and trying to kind of force things mm-hmm. is. Uh, doesn't quite work as well as just being confident in who you are yeah. and who you've been made to, you know, made to be, and all that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And that it just kind of starts to happen for you. Yeah. And I see that in you, Jay. That you know, your confidence level and who you are has risen yeah. over time. Um, who you know, and who who, who Christ is in you, and, and that kind of thing, and and so what's happened is people have come around you, as opposed to you going to try yeah. to make it happen. I you think know?
3: we I talked about this with somebody last night after homecoming, um, with like how in high school you can kind, of, especially when you're at the same high school that you were with the same people in middle school, and etc. Right. It's like you get these labels kind of put on you, and you can't. Uh, <laughs> you can't, like, get out of them necessarily because it's just um, something that's put on you and even if you're growing, like, internally, it's difficult to, like, make that show in high school. And then, like, but now in college, I've kind of joked about, uh, and like a fool you're know? <laughs> <We're> so great <laughs> <laughs> it's like now in college the no one like cares if you're like weird quote unquote, well it's the difference you know?
0: between trying to be accepted and kind of living from a position of I'm already accepted yeah yeah right. and Perfect. so you know I'm already accepted God's accepted me these people have accepted me so I'm gonna Act differently than if I'm trying to be accepted all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's
2: being comfortable with who you are and kind of not expecting, but like kind of moving to be expected with or expected accepted with Mm -hmm. just
0: who you are, than putting something on and trying to be accepted. That's a big difference between high school and college. I think in high school it's much more difficult to to navigate that.
3: Yeah. it's like even if I had like in high school I felt like I had a lot of spiritual growth and just emotional growth or whatever but it's like I would you're still around the same people that you were um, like cutting up in the wrong way and all these things and it's very difficult to like make that express yeah, yeah and
2: not like it's like you don't want to like burn bridges you know I mean yeah it's it's crazy talk about being with the same people I was with some of the same people for like 10 years no 15 that's crazy
3: wow
1: like good uh, good, good good good, great people like blaine and but that and goes Zach. that goes to their point that about how you know it's <clears throat> there was
2: like stints of like two three years i didn't really talk to any of them mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of just stuff that happened and then i was like that's stupid yeah and then it'd be like another year goes by
0: that and i'm like like Cole. Yeah. Oh, cool. hey, hey, Cole. <laughs> no, none of them listen. Yeah. Oh, they don't listen. Well, this is not to de- it's not to devalue what happened in high school. Yeah, I, friend, friend, yeah, I enjoyed From yeah. high school. But there is something about getting into a larger world and a larger group of mm-hmm. people that that have different experiences, you know. It's yes. refreshing. It yeah. is. Mm-hmm. It's maturity.
1: But it's big on the big identity, like Trevor said about UGA, that... He's seen a difference in this this identity where your yeah. confidence level. I've seen it with Luke, absolutely. Especially doing something like this podcast, you're kind of using your uh, using your voice, right? You're, yeah. And, and it's confidence that comes. It's not just, you're not guessing, like maybe in high school you're trying, you're guessing. Mm-hmm. You guys know that this is kind of starting over in a sense, mm-hmm. but you're building a path now with mm-hmm. what you're learning and you're growing uh, a ton mm. with with the people around you because they're new. You're out of your comfort zone but you're building your comfort zone based on a confidence in the Lord and a confidence in the abilities that he's given you Yeah, and what you're comfortable with. Audibility is a great idea. Yeah, yeah.
2: and like <clears throat> when I first kind of I, I came into college and I was like, man, a podcast would be kind of cool. I told Jay and then, right, you guys know the rest but like I never, in high school, I never really had a sense of, like, collaboration on projects other than school projects. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, no, nothing of, like, substance. Like, yeah. that that mm-hmm. could do anything.
3: Never was, like, in a band or... Like yeah,
2: like, something like that. Uh, yeah. Um, but, and even, like, with photography or anything like that. So I thought this would be a great way to kind of do that, first of all, but also, like, to share some ideas that we both have and mm-hmm. hopefully influence people in a way yeah that would be positive and I think my thing with this is like first off the name
3: the name itself audibility is like the quality of being heard. And I think a mm. big thing for me has been like the intentionality of being able to make your own trail and like not be passive in what you're doing and Like, not having to force it, you know. Um, but being able to go forward in the way that you want to go forward has been huge for me, yeah, especially with this podcast because I I love this podcast. Yeah, Yeah.
2: it's so much fun,
3: it's a ton of fun, it's
2: fun, and I can't wait for next semester
0: Mm -hmm. because I'm a big fan, I've been listening. I hope you have. Sam Walker was great. Oh yeah, Mm, yeah. One of one of our best episodes, I think. Yeah, he's he's a
2: good guy. Ian Ian on C.S. Lewis. That was a good episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'll just say, um, this semester Jay and I are kind of taking a step back to kind of define what community is and how we live in community and like all these different things. Uh, But next semester we're gonna more. Explore the community we're in, Yeah. right? If yeah. that makes sense, mm-hmm. I think that's where we. Use. Like it's like
3: instead of having like these kind of abstractish sort of discussions, it'll be more like, what kind of poetry do you like? Like, what do you, what, do you, what interests you? That's Art, what
2: literature, doing. coffee, yeah. weird stuff. Music. I don't really know music. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Great. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um,
3: but yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: just thought yeah. I'd throw that out there because. Yeah. I don't think we've really said that.
3: What's um, one thing that I think me and you have kind of talked about this a little bit father, um, but um, this whole idea of how we're being kind of forced into, not forced, but like the world wants you to make a decision about what you're going to do, all this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think however you want to spin that, that sort of question, but like, What's some advice going into the workforce, going into the right. mission field, all that stuff to us
0: and yeah. everyone? Yeah, I think it's a uh, it's it's funny that you, you asked that question. I, I've just come off of a, a conference that some of our staff attended, and um, they talked a lot about this idea of, uh, in our culture, the the way that our culture has has kind of evolved is that we tend to try to launch people, launch, you know, kids out, away from the home, away, out into the world, and it's like as a parent, you're like, oh, I'm done now, you know, and you mm-hmm. launch them out, and, um, you know, this idea that the, the kids out there on their own, and they're absolutely going to You know, figure out all this stuff by themselves and and, and this kind of deal, Um, and then the pressure that's on a young person to decide what they're going to do. You know, I was talking to a couple um, just last week, and their kid is is in eighth grade and they're trying to decide what course of study mm-hmm. in high school this kid is going, what track they're gonna take, mm-hmm. because they're trying to channel this kid toward a particular career. He's 14. Yeah, yes. he's 14 years old, that's right. And, and so the, the, the idea is our culture has a, a destination mentality. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is, is very destructive. Um, so you can imagine as a 14, 15 year old, tell me mm-hmm. what you're gonna do with the rest of your life. And there's, there's plenty of people in the world, including myself, who are 45 going, you know what, I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. Yeah. And so you've got this pressure that's out there on you all the time, is if I just make it to this point, if I just get this sort of job, if I just went all the while, I think the, 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 uh, the New Testament, the gospel narrative is not about a destination mentality, it's about... This journey that you're on, it's a journey of obedience and purpose and, uh, you know, living with God, living with people. And I, I just think that the more that you guys can lock into this kind of a journey mentality, you know, and doing what God has for you, you're going to end up where God wants you to be. Yeah, You know what I mean? You're going to be in the places that, that you know, it's like, in, I think about myself. I'm looking back now over the past 20, 30 years. And I do see all these way, way markers, these waypoints that God has brought brought me through, has brought my wife through, brought us through as a family. And I'm like, wow, he he actually had some destination in mind. And what I needed to do was get kind of locked in rhythm to what he was doing, as opposed to this idealistic, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to be when I grow up, mm-hmm. you know, sort of a thing. Um, now, that's not to say that you don't lock into a, you know, a, a course of study or that you don't take advantage of what you have right in front of you because that's what you, what God's kind of shown you at that point. But, boy, if you get hyper-focused, um, I think it becomes a negative. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah, absolutely. Um, as opposed to, what is God asking me to do right now? Can I be obedient for to sure. that? Can I be faithful with what he's given me? He'll give me more. And operate kind of in that in that way. And um, I've just seen seen that that whole mentality of our culture I think is a not not, not so great. I agree. Yeah. Early on in high school, probably not early on enough,
2: I would say maybe tenth grade, end of tenth grade, I decided to kind of take an approach to the rest of my time in high school to learn how to learn mm-hmm. and to like mm-hmm. learn how to study and mm-hmm. to just figure out what I wanted to do in college not have that figured out and then take steps during high school to get there uh, that just happened naturally i mean mm-hmm. i'm i ended up in communications digital media and for 3 years in high school i was doing photography at concerts and stuff like that and that that's a a stepping stone towards digital media i was writing i was on my school's yearbook staff those are mm-hmm. all things that Digital media entails, and right. through doing those things and learning right. different things and reading different things, I kind of decided, oh, this is something that I want to do. Right, but I,
0: but your ability to to look forward was really, a you know, you looking in the rearview mirror of what you'd done. Yeah, right? you look in the rearview mirror and you go, look, these are all these things that I've been brought through that have been really exciting and and engaged me, and I felt alive. Right, and I look back in that rearview mirror in order to kind of get a hint as to what God may be wanting to do in the future. Yeah, and I'm grateful that people sh- like kind of shared that with me. Right. Yeah. Right. I think early on,
3: one thing that uh, Leon and Chris, who were on our podcast um, earlier this semester, they I've gotten to hang out with them a lot. Um, and me too. Yeah, they actually came to the house. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but I'll they, they they've, they've talked to me about. Um, how the education system works in Germany, and the, there's like this three-tier high school system, mm-hmm. and then based off that, you can go to, uh, you can go to college, you can go to work, you can go to an apprenticeship, like all these different things. It's like there's not just one path mm-hmm. to get to where you want to go. Like Chris, for instance, he went, he went to like the second echelon of schools, and then uh, went to an apprenticeship for three three years. And then, and then moved up to the next. Yeah, and then he went and like got a pause on his work contract, and so he's on a four-year uh, hiatus and is able to go get an education now. It's not like yeah, it's really well, I think
0: weird. that I've seen you know a lot of people who start out with this ideal in mind. If I can just get this particular job, if I can just make this amount of money, if I can just. And they, they they put their ladder up against that wall, right? They mm-hmm. climb the ladder, they get up to that to the top of that wall and look around and they're not satisfied. Mm-hmm. They're not fulfilled. And I think the point is, man, if you can live a rich, full life where you are right now, and that's about obedience to God, <clears> it's about <throat> operating in purpose. Um, you know, it's about community and pulling, you know, you know, family, friends, God, um, all of those things, if you can, if you can do that now, the long-term arc is that you you live a rich, full life with God and people. You know, um, I think of a lot of places. I, there's this particular part in in uh, Acts where um, God has asked Philip to do this particular crazy thing. You know, and he talks about he's on the way. Mm-hmm. Somewhere, And it says this phrase, on the way, like four four or five times. Yeah. He's on the way to Azotus, or he's on the way over here. And God does all of these things while he's on the way to somewhere else. Mm. And I think that's the message, isn't it, is that God is trying to do all these amazing things. Yeah. And sometimes we get so hyper-focused, you know, on a particular thing that we can't see what he's doing right now mm. about this, you know? mm.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good point. And it goes back to identity, you know, in your confidence. Now's the time to build that the right way. Mm-hmm. So you have that confidence so that things come and go. And if you have that right confidence in the Lord, your identity in the Lord, <clears throat> know who you are, um, you can stay focused on the, on the journey, right? Mm-hmm. Like that relationship. Like Jesus, the, the disciples just followed him around, right? It was about that relationship with him. Well, let's go. Wow. And then... Uh, we get so focused on the mm-hmm. job we want, or this. What's my degree going to be in? Instead of saying, "What are my What are my skills? Like, how can I? Where's this going to go?" When you get locked into a job or a salary, and it's only going to be frustration because the chances right. that you get that not so, always great, right? So, right. and I think about right now uh, when I got laid off a month ago for a week. I mean, you know, a good friend of mine. He's on a project. His name is Mike Soret. He pointed out some stuff to me that you know. The confusion, the depression that comes with losing a job is really because you have no control and you're Mm -hmm. shocked. It's really not always about the things you think it is. Mm. And as so, my first week or two was about closure, about a little bit of upset, but it really wasn't about losing a job it was about losing the community that i've become good mm-hmm. friends with so many people at my company good. Yeah, a that's lot great. of good people it was less about because reality is i can find a new job I can get i'll get paid right yeah. it's not the end of the world but initially you think of those things because your focus is on the wrong thing right? right security and things like that but the reality is you know four or five weeks now have gone and i know the value i can bring i know what i know mm-hmm. um the sad thing is i have to build a new community it's about that community that i mm-hmm. lost um, I'll still be in touch with people. But reality is I have confidence in who I am and the ability to add value. And wow. when we have the right confidence in God, things will come and go. But mm. it's about the destination. Yeah. Um, now I'm in a position that I wasn't in when I was younger where I really, as a single parent and as things were tighter, um, you, you focus on the wrong things. It's about getting the salary, right? Yeah. But yeah, this is the first time where I can look around and say, I want to be at a company that... Values me. I want to be in a company that's a good product, good culture, right? Mm-hmm. Same way with our walk. As you guys get older, have that confidence I did any build now, so you're focused on the right things and not forced into the wrong things because you're leading after, you're chasing after that carrot. It's the wrong thing, right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's so it's cool.
0: so good. You know the 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 test of what your identity is based in. it, it is when you're shaken what remains right Mm -hmm. so I think about you specifically you've gone through this shake shake up recently but here you are you're not devastated you're shaken but you're not devastated because what is in you is greater than all that stuff that got shook off (laughs) you know what I mean Yeah. and uh, that that is a great great point is that when you're thinking about identity um, a lot of times a key indicator that you've got your identity in something Bad or, or not correct right. is that when you when that thing is shaken, you're devastated oh, by it. Yeah. You know. And uh, it seems like you've gone through a, the appropriate amount of grief and all that kind of thing, but you're not devastated, like
1: your life's falling apart or whatever. Because you've got you've got a you've got a confidence in who who you are and God. And it's funny you say that because the destination that brought me to where this company journey, that just yeah. let me go, or rather the mm-hmm. journey, yeah. right? Not a destination of this company, but it's a journey. And the journey of the last three years, the company I've been at, has brought me in, in contact with some incredible. this one guy I work with. His name's. We call him Losey, his name's Dave Losey. I told you about him. Mm. I, I always think Luke is like another, he's like a 10 year 20 years from now, Dave Losey. This guy's a strong <laughs> Christian leader. He's written mm. blogs, he's a leader of his church, and he's incredible, made an incredible impact on the community. He doesn't go witnessing like hardcore to people. They just yeah. see how he lives and how he's consistent, right? Mm. That's because of his confidence and his identity. And he's helped me immensely without knowing it without even knowing this day was coming mm. I think about some of the conversations I had with this guy um, and so when we build that confidence and identity it's not just always about us too we can we can help those others that are on a journey too right yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Great. I think that I think that kind of speaks to the
2: sovereignty of God mm. because like he'll like sprinkle things and like people throughout your life and then Yeah, like kind of... Sprinkle them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the... The meme. The meme. What's that meme? salt meme. Salt meme, yeah. Yeah. Salt, whatever it's called. I don't even know. Yeah. You know it. He'll like sprinkle people and like ideas and things throughout your life, throughout this journey, and then once you reach kind of a, a significant moment in that journey, almost a defining moment where you have to make a decision, you can look back at all of those well, yeah. sprinklings <laughs> and kind of use them <laughs> yeah. and then kind of be like oh hey that wow look what he did look right. what he
1: did this yeah. has gotten so much more deeper than I thought it was <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how we do things awesome. at yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we yeah.
3: really end with some humor and then it just Goes crazy.
2: Yeah. It's amazing. Wild. Yeah. Wild Wednesday.
3: <laughs> I think that is a great place to end off today. Yeah. This was a fun. Con- we could literally talk for hours. So, so No kids. football. We're not talking about football at all. I don't think so. Patriots. Yeah. Not- we'll go. we we'll go we'll watch. watch. We'll go watch the football, Patriots. Yeah. No.
0: Nobody. The we're fans. not. We're not big NFL people. No one yeah. does NFL. Uh, yeah. There's there are people. Yeah. There's a lot of people that but do college like football a, college football is yeah. huge. Yeah. I've yeah. seen
1: that. I've seen that. We yeah. are actually
0: talking about football right now. we are.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, on that note. On that note.
0: Hey, we, we love you guys. This is awesome. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Proud of you. We love really you. Really I love you. Really proud of you. Mom loves you. <laughs> hey, Mom. <laughs> hey, <Mom>. Susan.
0: <laughs>
1: uh,
0: People started turning red here. What's did, going on? We didn't include our... Our mothers,
1: yeah, a shout out to that'll be to another them. podcast. Hey, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be that would be nifty. Yeah, nifty
3: gang. Let's do it because moms gang.
1: are key. They're the back Yeah, that is a that is owners. that is true. Cheers. Sweet. Okay, well, right. thank you for
3: listening.
2: God's not dead, too. It's the pinnacle of my.